now. See, this is good. So, this so is we, good. You you we remembered. So, we so remembered te- something. Te- tell the listeners what you remembered. <laughs> no, they have to. They have to wait until the intro. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, fine. You you start us off then. <laughs> Hello, everybody who enjoy comics out there in the internet land. Welcome to our podcast, a bargain issue comics, <laughs> a podcast. We redundant it that one. We 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 redundant it. Redundant it. Anyway, we remember. No, that's not. That's not. Nothing to joke about. I'm old. That could happen at any moment. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you're worried about spoilers, pause and go do the research. So all you need is kill. How many people have touched that story? There have been a lot of people that were like that. I want a part of that. Not the least of which was Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie, did that movie have two different names? So, yes. Um, the Well, no, no, no. The movie is just called Edge of Tomorrow. And what it's based off of is All You Need Is Kill. Because apparently you you can't use that title in the movie because it's too I edgy. The name of the movie, I thought the movie, the movie name was Live, Die, Repeat. I honestly no, think, I think for like I think the longest I... time when like all the marketing <laughs> talk about bad marketing. I didn't know the name of the movie. I think there was just a... nobody. I didn't even have to actually get the real name. I think they were like, "Ooh, all you need is kill." Like people are not gonna understand that story name. I... Like is that is that tra- is that how it directly translates? I wonder. Like from the original Japanese novel. Uh, this I... is a story that was originally a novel. Correct? Am I incorrect on that one? No, it isn't. Yeah, it's a novel, and then they uh, made a manga out of it, and then they turned that manga into a movie with Tom Cruise. I don't. I like to think it's a movie with Emily Blunt. Ah, <laughs> uh, Emily Blunt. I I love her so much in that movie. <laughs> she's she's just so damn brutal, and it's. Awesome. I will say that of like from the comic, that is probably one of my favorite things that they kept mm-hmm. is just how how badass of a character she is right she's an unstoppable killing machine and though i so i saw the movie before i read the manga and i didn't realize in in the original story she's like 16 and just lies about her age to get in i mean i get why she does it but it's also like oh she she's a murder machine and she's still in high school technically so that's one big change. Uh, another one is in the book. He's just like a recruit. Like he's just a grunt. Mm-hmm. In the in the movie, he's like the PR agent. Like I don't. I wonder why that. Like they made that. There's some I mean, choices. It's like okay. That's, I mean, I I wouldn't have made that choice. That's an interesting. Like, so, do you think that it, he needed more authority as a character? Is that why they did it, or? No, I think they made that change to play off of Tom Cruise doing the charismatic shtick thing he does in his movies. Because oh, I don't oh, think oh, it, he's too he's too much of a pretty boy to be a grunt. Like nobody yeah. would be believe, and he's too old because <laughs> because in the book he's much younger. Yeah, so, he's like and Tom Cruise is way. I, I like, think Tom Cruise can't play off as like. Like he's not like Tom Cruise is a recruit. Like Tom Cruise isn't like no. Like, well, I mean the way they're going with movies and de aging people, you never know. They might do a Mission Impossible Six where he's younger. You know they started. Did they start doing that with what was it Tron Legacy that they started that with? Yeah, um, 
Yeah, they it was the first show. one where they started de-aging people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, was it Jeff Daniels? Uh, like, yeah, uh, like his the version of him that's stuck in the computer. He's he's still a younger. That's right. That's it. Was, yes. And then when they came back, he was the old man. Mm-hmm. So they, they aged him up. <laughs> when you you're not allowed to know how old Jeff, Jeff Daniels is, really. <laughs> It, he is timeless. He's like Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd is timeless until he's not like Dick Clark. Until he's just like whoa. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, back, back I liked the, the I liked the mech <laughs> I liked the mech design in the manga more. I think I liked the mech. The more. battle suits made sense, and I don't understand why they couldn't have kept that in the film. They they turn them into. The out the the alien the aliens yes that loader they look yes. like loaders to me mm-hmm. as opposed to the mech battle suits that 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 they are in the it makes me wonder what what the the real novel has it how how they're described I think it's closer to what's in the manga um, because they 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 were both made in Japan so I think they kept it closer to the book. Um, with the battle suits and everything, because the setting where they are is the same, and like all of uh, Rita Vertasky's backstory is the same. The movie gives so much more credence to the aliens, a lot more screen time to the aliens than the, mm-hmm. book, the book does. It's very. Uh, I will say it, it's got a lot of great action sequences, but I will say I'm surprised at how much uh, slow scenes there are for it. In, wait, in the movie or the uh, manga? The manga. Oh, y- yeah, me too. I was not expecting the, the it, coffee it scene slower, I fucking love, actually. <laughs> I'm glad you bring it up as probably one of my favorite. I every, every day I drink a uh, the, the press. I do the press and fresh mm-hmm. ground coffee every day. And it really is the best way to, to drink it. I also saw one time which which Star Wars characters, how they drink their coffee. And that's how Obi-Wan Kenobi would drink his. And oh, that makes perfect sense. It just That's who I would be if I could be a Jedi. I, I would <laughs> want to be Obi. <laughs> I can see that, actually. You, you have the beard for it. I can see you doing that. I also have the costume for it, but that's that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about manga. <laughs> we're talking manga, and this is some spot on, really great manga. It's the guy that drew Death Note. Is that that's not right? Is he the I writer? No, actually, I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> Kashi Obata is the one that did the art for this. And on my cover, I don't know on your cover, did you get the all-in-one Shonen Jump Advanced Edition? I did. Oh, Shonen Jump Advanced. <laughs> yeah, I did. I got the all-in-one. It still all-in-one. says Viz Media. I don't know how I ever missed that Viz Media and Shonen Jump just were, and they always just, I guess they've always been the same. Let's get back to All You Need Is Kill. There is one thing I want to talk about, and it is one of my favorite tropes in sci-fi and just tropes in general. It is a time travel story. I I am a absolute oh, yes. sucker for time travel. Even if it's not good, I will at least watch or read it once to say, "All right, cool. I see what you did with the with this. Moving on." But 
I love how they treat time travel in this manga. And I love the fact that there's a finite amount of time travel. Like the dude straight up dies if he does after hitting a certain point. And I just thought it was fascinating because I thought it's like, oh, he's going to figure this out. It's just he's going to keep being able. Nope. Nope. You have a time limit. And now you're dead. And back at square one. Do you think they saw Groundhog's Day first? (laughs) I, I don't know. Like, I'm always wondering when people do time travel stories do they just do it off the cuff or is it because they really like it i i I don't know but well i I will tell you right now one of my favorite authors Mm -hmm. of all times i like to read books as well is stephen (laughs) king stephen king is one of my all-time oh oh i heard he's an up-and-coming author and he's really he's really quite good uh (laughs) and he he wrote he wrote uh the the JFK one where the guy can travel back in time. The like night tries to stop stop JFK from dying. Oh yeah, that is a good one. There's a there it's on Hulu with Oh it was Hulu that made a show of it. With James Franco. With good old Jimmy Franco. Was the The reason the the reason that I segue because I am always writing and I am never wrong is because I wanted to bring up (laughs) Uh, one of my all-time favorite stories okay. actually has a comic book adaptation. Okay. The Dark Tower by Stephen King. The Dark Tower. Yeah, that's my this week recommendation to you. Ooh, okay. Uh, it starts with the gunslinger born. I actually have a tattoo from from the gunslinger from the Dark Tower. Like, like a stick on a tattoo? <laughs> no, like a tattoo on my forearm. It's the mark of the eld. And uh, that's a really good one. So, okay. Uh, I can't talk now because that would be spoilers. And no, that's fair. That's fair. Once, I you, once, you, once, you, uh, once you read it, we'll have an episode about it. And then we'll talk about spoilers. But yes, that's one of my <laughs> all time favorites. Uh, it's, it's good. You'll enjoy that one quite okay, a lot. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, and uh, that that is with the theme. It goes on theme. It is a book that was uh, a movie, and then it was a, a comic. Or rather, it was a book, a, a comic, and then a movie. Because there's all you need is killed. Did the manga predate the the film? Yes, it did. Because do you know do you do you know the release dates? Do you uh, have it? it doesn't matter. No one actually cares. We're not that. Hey, we're let not. Me look, let me look. I got the book not, right here. Uh, not, so. We don't need a bibliography. Does this even have one? There it is. I mean, it's, I it's 2014. You, I win. Oh, you said it before I could. I oh, thought. but actually, you are right. Um, the guy who drew it is the one who did Death Note. Mm, Takashi Takashi Obata. Yep, that's him. He did draw it. Yes. Not. The, uh, yeah, yeah, it says it on the back, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I I like the front being him and the back being her and in the right? different colors. That's a lot of fun. I, what I do you do recommend to me? Last um, week, the book I already read. You've done that a couple of times. Stop doing that. <laughs> don't you tell me what to do? Oh, uh, uh, I did. Okay. I did. I did go back, and when we and when we get to uh, Dark Victory, I did go back and read the Long Halloween again. Oh, I gotta love the long haul. That is, it so was much. really good. I for, I had forgotten. Uh, it's I reading Dark Victory, and I was like, I need to go back. So you know what? I'm probably going to read Infinity again 
and we'll do it, man. Do it. it but okay, all right. So my recommendation for this issue, you should read Star Trek: The Next Generation: Mirror Broken. Now, now, a couple of things I want to let you know here. First off, it's a it's a Star Trek comic. Shocker, I know. But uh, second thing, how would I have ever known? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, uh, so it is part of a longer run. I have read it all. I personally would not recommend the rest of it because it's like, I mean, the story's fine, ooh, but it doesn't ooh, go interesting. In the This is interesting. So only I, you're only recommending yes. the very beginning? Yes, I am. Because they're sort of contained stories in the beginning, and then it goes into a longer arc for the more of the run. The that longer arc. Yeah, the longer arc is kind of where it falls off for me, but okay. I do recommend Star Trek The Next Generation Mirror Broken. Because... I appreciate that you're not giving me a, a big long list. That, that's, yeah, no. that feels no, good. No, no. I only need to read the first one. The rest of them are schlock. I am going to recommend the whole of Dark Tower to you, though. The whole the whole of it. You can, you just, uh, you can actually go read the book. It's very uh, See, it. again, the film, again, the film was poop. Uh, I was so sad about that. Very upset about how. Was that the one with Idris Elba in it? Yes, and it's freaking Idris Elba. How can it be bad? It it just, you know, it tried to do a seven seven book series way too fast. Tried to do it like in a like a minute, and that you can't do that. Wait, 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 wait. Why on earth would they try to cram in all? No, you know, I I already answered my question. Uh, Hopefully, they already answered it. I'm glad they didn't do that with Battle Angel Olivia. They they did a better treatment than Battle Angel. <laughs> yeah, because Robert know, Rodriguez understands a movie and how to pace things. <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and say Ghost in the Shell was better than the, the Dark Tower movie. Anyway. Wait, 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 wait. You mean the live the Scar- action the, one? The Scarlett Johansson movie. Uh, okay, I haven't seen the Dark Tower movie, but I did not like that Scarlett Johansson version. <laughs> Well, go ahead and own that one right now. I, as you know, love everything Ghost in the Shell. Fair, fair. It's 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 Ghost in the Shell. That's that's its biggest mark. That's the best thing I could say about Ghost in the Shell movie <laughs> is that it, it was based on Ghost in the Shell. So I mean, it, it, like that, that, that kind of looks, like looks like a thing. That kind of looks like a thing I love. So I'm not going to say I hate it. I'm not going to say I hate it because I. It kind of looks like Ghost in the Shell if you squint. It's 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 the Ghost in the Shell that we have at home when Mom says we have Ghost in the Shell at home. So would you just just for my knowledge, would you if given the choice between maybe the original animated movies or one of the comics or the Scarlett Johansson version, and you had the choice of one uh, to to just enjoy for the evening, which would you be picking off the shelf? Oh, never pick the Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> okay, all right, good. Never. Good. I was afraid. <laughs> uh, the first one, the the first Ghost in the Shell movie would is an ever pick. That's going to be an always an ever pick. Mm-hmm. That movie is just one of the best movies ever. Just the regular old straight up Ghost in the Shell. Like when did that come out? Ninety eight. Yeah, I think it's ninety eight. I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend like I know what I'm talking about. Ninety-eight. But Star Trek: <laughs> The Beauty of Editing, Breaker. Adam. <laughs> Star Trek: Mirror Breaker. So is that one based on a book? No, it's not. It is. It's based on a TV show. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is based on a TV ba- show. Based on based on the TV show Star Trek. You might have heard of it. Uh, it it's, it's, it's a. <laughs> but uh, it's a, all right, so well it, known. 
So the first convention I ever went to was a Star Trek convention with my dad's. Nice. So one thing to let you know about that, the Star Trek comic, though, is it the one of the reasons I enjoy it is because TNG is the one era they never really go to the mirror universe in the show for, I mean, good reasons. It wouldn't have really worked, I don't think. But uh, oh, no. Is this the mirror universe where they go to all the time in uh, DS9? Is that the one? Yeah, it's the same mirror universe. It's just like, so um, the original series, DS9 and Discovery, yeah, no, Discovery and Enterprise are all have episodes set in that mirror universe, just like different eras of and And, and Superman, right? Superman also has them too, because, you know, Bizarro, yes. Bizarro. And Aqua Teen, no, Aqua, uh, Aqua Lab. C-Lab, C-Lab. C-Lab, where they have the... I love that show. C-Lab. I that haven't was thought about show. C-Lab in years, man. <laughs> Well, the reason I... Say now I'm thinking of C-Lab 2021. <laughs> That's the one. C-Lab 2021 is the one that I was thinking. In that show, they have Bizarro Quinn, and he just always goes, Bizarro! Oh, my God. Oh, and, so and many right here, Bizarro. Was, so yeah, swim, Superman. Man. Superman had it. And, uh, yeah, Superman. Mirror Universe. Same, same as Star Trek. But uh, so that that is one of the reasons I like it. But also, I think for that that first set of stories in that one I recommended, those are actually really solid. And is that Picard with a goatee? It is Picard with a goatee. Now it seems as though that that is inside Star Trek: The Next Generation Mirror Universe collection. Now, would it be worth? Would it be behooving me to get that as opposed to the other one? Don't we? We like talk about bargains here. So you yeah, can, but like I'm there. saying, they do still sell where it's literally mirror broken, like the yes. first one. Um, okay, that's a little further that. down. That's a little further. That's $17.99, but it looks like like I could get the Mirror Universe collection, which would have that in there, I would assume. Yeah, it is. Like I said, it's the first part. I just personally... Yeah, I don't really enjoy the rest of it, and I didn't think oh, it was a particularly good use of my money. Through but... the Mirror and Terra Incognito. Mm-hmm. Did you read those? Those are the other ones you read in that? Yeah, story? those are the other ones. Like, I have a full collection. It's just, eh, I don't really like the other stories in it. But if you I want mean, to, I'm not going to stop you, man. You may you, have a different opinion and enjoy it all. You're going to be able to stop me. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to get <laughs> for, for $10 more, it's a bargain. Well, that's fine. Honestly, let me know what you think. Oh, Once you read it, let it, me know what you think about it, the whole thing. I can get it used very good. I will say that my copy, I got one time, I got a copy of a very used comic, and I was like, what are you, is this a joke? It was a library copy of mm-hmm. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and X-Men in the Mirror one. I can't think of it now. We'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Um, really good comic, but it looks like it was left out in the rain it's oh. very very bizarre and i i was all excited about it and i got it in the mail and i was like oh i i see that's a shame it, Actually, you know I, it's i i knew what i was getting i bought it used so i mean it's not like i i, I bought a new book and it was it was crap but uh, well okay all right so uh one last thing i want to ask you and then we can bring it on home for the episode so how would you feel if you went to a used bookstore and you find a old hardcover book, like maybe from the sixties and this thing is, has seen better days and it clearly looks water damaged. 
If somebody told you that was $40 and there was no discount, would you buy it? Uh, well, it depends on the book, but yeah, it yeah, was. A, I would say yes. My it, my knee jerk reaction is yes. If it was a book that I was wanting mm-hmm. and it was forty bucks and it mm-hmm. was like I I hadn't found it anywhere else, mm-hmm. I would definitely say yes. Okay, all right, all right, that's fair. There's a, it, 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 crap books need love too. <laughs> and, and I will say that I agree. I do, just, I do the, the price actually, point was <laughs> that that shook me for a moment. <laughs> um, in in trying to do promotion for this podcast, Ooh. I have uh, joined a couple of uh, Facebook groups where it, it seems to be they just really sell high end comics. It's like older comics mm-hmm. they're professionally graded they're in slabs i had to look up what that term even meant okay um, what is like a slab the the plastic case that goes around really expensive comics oh okay like the, the like, hard case yeah it's like a hard case and then you get like at the top of it it'll say what the oh. rating is like this oh, is rated okay. by such and such it's a 9.8 it's it's like oh okay five hundred and seventy dollars for this comic Ooh. or things like that Ooh. or then and then I see people like picking up uh like a Todd McFarlane spot number one and like mm-hmm. and they're like oh it's like a twenty five dollar comic and they're like no wait can, isn't the spot number one worth a lot ah, probably but again that goes back to the whole does it have the slightest bit of a crease does it have any of this does it have this like the actual grading of a comic mm-hmm. it makes makes a comic go from like five thousand to twenty five dollars oh okay harsh <laughs> yeah it, it, it is pretty harsh and that's that was something that that we could definitely talk more about and uh do you how do you how do you store your comics what do you buy for comics that is something we can discuss further in further detail i like but, it i like it uh this is where we will have to call our podcast for this week podcast <laughs> Damn. Uh, hey, everyone out there, uh, thank you once again for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode, uh, the the digressions, the insightful, witty banter that you know you enjoy here. Adam, is there anything, any uh, parting thoughts or words of motivation that you have for our wonderful listeners out there? Folks, this this week, I think that you should go find a loved one that you that you care a whole lot about. And you should look them in the eye and you should tell them, hey, have you heard this new podcast? (laughs) Yes, we would please spread word of mouth. We would love for other people to listen to us. Uh, We hope you all enjoy this episode and the more to come. Uh, Also, we have a backlog of episodes if you want to listen to those too. And a uh, wonderful Facebook page. So feel free to leave us a comment, uh, like, subscribe, all of those wonderful, fun social media things. And uh, again, thank you everyone for listening. Have a good one.